Blog Talk Radio. Our Lord is Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you, just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you, just want to tell you. Lord, I love you more than anything. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You just tuned in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministries here on Block Talk Radio. We are here every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them. Hit them up on Facebook and let them know that we're on the air live. I'm your host, Minister Elaine. Amen. To God be the glory. We are so glad that you took time out of your busy day to be a part of the service today. And we just thank God for you. We do hope and pray that you will connect with us and follow us on our social media platform, ministry platform. And stay connected to this ministry. Voice of Truth is a ministry without walls, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ all around the world. Amen. Here at Voice of Truth, we will open up the prayer line. And at this time, the prayer line is open if you need prayer. We do ask that you only give your location and your prayer request. Amen. To God be the glory, because we have people that listen all over the world to the ministry. We don't want you to put your business on front street, so therefore do not give your name. Just give your location and your prayer request. At this time, the line is open for prayer. Also here at Voice of Truth, we will do a general prayer, and I will also minister the word of God, amen, to God be all the glory. This is a day that the Lord has made, and we ought to rejoice in it. For God is a good God, and he's able to do all things but fail. What an awesome God that we serve. What a mighty God we serve. What a powerful God. What an amazing God that we serve, a gracious and a holy God, a righteous God a God of splendor, a God of love. We ought to be praising him every day because today is just another day that the Lord has kept all of us. The minute that started out with us today and some left, even while I'm speaking, they're leaving out of the world, but God's not fit for us to be here. So we need to give him all the praise and all of the glory. I don't know about you, but at all times I keep a praise for the Lord. I got to give him praise. We got to give him praise and know that, hey, God, we thank you for all that you have already done for us. Amen. At this time, if you need prayer, if you will press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer. You know, we got to come when the door is open for prayer. Amen. And don't be ashamed to to ask for prayer. God is a God that still answers prayer. He's a weight-making God. He's a mighty God. He's a strong God. And he hears our prayers, amen, to God be all of the glory, for he is worthy all of our praise. I don't see anybody with their hand raised. 
for prayer. So I want to go ahead and do the general prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you all the glory, all of the praise, and all of the honor for you are worthy of all our praise. And, Lord, we thank you for what you have already done for us. If you don't do anything else, Lord, you have done enough. We thank you, Father God, for this day and all that it brought, God. We thank you for providing our every needs, oh, God. We thank you for watching over us, God, and protecting from all dangers seen and unseen. Lord, we pray for those who have lost loved ones, Father God. We pray, Father God, for strength in the family, God. We pray that there be no confusion and division, oh God, within the families, oh God. We pray, Father God, that you will send forth comfort to those that have lost their loved ones, God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. And we give you praise and honor and glory for it, O oh God, for comforting them even in this hour, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for healing for your people all over the nation. Whatever they need healing, whether it's in their body, whether it's in their finances, whether it's in their relationship, whether it's in their marriage, whether it's uh, with their children, uh, we pray for healing, God, and we just thank you because thou art a healer, God, and we just thank you for healing, God. We thank you, Father God, for your word, God, that bringeth forth peace unto the soul of men, God, and we pray for peace, O oh God. Uh, God, we just thank you for your perfect peace, oh God. Give us a peace of mind in a troubled world, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you that it's already done, God. You have already made a way. And that's why God said, don't worry about a thing. He said, the birds don't worry. The flowers in the field don't worry. Why you worry? Don't worry about a thing because God knows that you have need of the thing that you have a need of. And God will make a way out of no way for you and your family. Just trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto your own understanding, but trust him and acknowledge him in all your ways. And know that God is able to make a way out of no way for you. He's a way-making God. And so he's able to do it. You just stand on his word and believe on his word. Lord, we just thank you for making a way for this family, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray right now that all bills be paid in Jesus' name. Whatever that need may be, God, we ask you to fill that cup with that blessing from Ohio, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you and we give you all the praise and honor and glory. We thank you for Jesus and the blood that he shed. We thank you for his broken body, Father, and we give you praise. We say we love you, Lord, and we give you all the praise. We exalt your name on high. In the mighty name of Jesus, all the things we pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen, amen, amen. To God be all of the glory and all those things we pray in Jesus' name, amen. The message today, we're gonna, I'm going to come from the Old Testament scripture, but I'm also going to read a New Testament scripture. Our first scripture for today will come out of Exodus, the 20th chapter. And the word of God read, and God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt and out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other God before me, and thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in the heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. And thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the Father upon the children unto the third and the fourth generation of them that hateth me. And showeth mercies unto thousands of them that loveth me, and keepeth my commandment. Amen. We're going to stop reading that. I want to encourage you to read the rest of the chapter in your own devotional time. Uh, next set of scripture is going to come from Matthew's, the 10th chapter, and verse number 37 and 38. And the word of God reads, and this is Jesus speaking, and he says, this is what Jesus says, he that loveth the father, loveth his father mother more than me, is not worthy of me. And he 
that loveth his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Amen. To God be the glory. May God add a blessing to the readers and the doers of his holy word. Amen. Those are two two sets of key scriptures. Amen. Uh, when God called me to the ministry, he said, you can always prove uh, the old, the New Testament with the Old Testament. So we're going to talk today about loving God. And the title of our message today Love God more than anything. Love God more than anything. I wonder, do you love God more than anything? And Jesus was saying in the word of God, don't love anyone more than you love God. He said, if you love your father, if you love your mother, and you love them more than me, then he said that you are not worthy. Well, in the book of Exodus, he talks about idol gods. And today, so many of us have idol gods that we love, idol gods that we buy down to, idol gods that we love more than the living God. It may not be a golden statue. But it may be my house or my car. It may be that man or that woman in my life. It may be my children or my grandchildren. It may be my degrees on the wall. But whatever that thing is that I have made an idol, that I worship that thing, then I have put that thing before God. And I love that thing more than I love God. And see, God's love for us is so great, and God loved us so much. God loved us more than anything. He loved us first, not that we loved God, but God loved us first. And we've got to love God more than anything in this world. We've got to love him. We can't put anything before him. we got to love God, and that's you know, that's one of the first commandments is that you should love the Lord your God, all your heart and your soul and all of your mind. We got to love the Lord thy God before anything. Nothing can come before God. God must be your first love. I believe that God must be your first love before you can love anybody else. You got to fall in love with Jesus first before you can fall in love with anybody else. For you can even love anybody. You got to have the love of God within you. You got to have the spirit of love that only comes from God. To love somebody, to love somebody with the love of God, and to love God first. Because we got to put God first. And in other words, I got to love Him above all things. I can't love God and love my money. I, I, I got my money. See, my 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 money that came, my idol, you know. My my money has became the thing that I love and I cherish so much so that I count my money. I love my money so much I got to show it off. I got I, I got to do all these things. But when God loved us, His love didn't have anything connected to anything. He just loved us. And you know one thing about love is that true love of God is never connected to anything. It's not a love that if you love me, you got to do this, you know. Uh, but his, but the love of God for him is to love him with all your heart. Not if you got to love him. And you got to put him first to love him. You got to love him first. You got to love him more than anything. Now, Jesus said in the word in Matthew 22, verses 37 and 38, he says unto us, he says, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all of thy heart, with all of thy soul, and the will of all thy mind. This is your first commandment, that you love God, not 
money and pride and sex and all of these material things in the world, we got to love God. We got to love him. But somewhere, sometimes we get kind of caught up in this thing called love, and we put God on the back burner. Well, he ought to be our first love. He ought to be our first love, and we ought to love him with all our heart. We need to stop playing because he knows whether we love him or not, and he knows what we plan or not, and we got to love him with all of our heart. Now, the word tells us in 1 John 2 and verses 15 and through 17, it said, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man loves the world, Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life is not of the Father, but of the world. And the world passes away and the lust thereof, but he that does the will of God abides forever. We are in this world, but we are not to love the things of the world. And many of us love the things of the world more than we love God. God has got to be our first and our last, and he's got to be our everything. We cannot love nothing more than we love God. We are in the world. God don't mind us having things. But he don't want us to love those things. What did the world say? The word said, for all that is in the world is the lust of the what? Flesh. Most of us loving stuff of our flesh. Most of us are loving the lust of the eye, what we see in the eye of appearance, what we see. Most of us, pride of life. Some of us are so proud. Help us, Lord. Some of us are so prideful. But God said we are in this world not to love the things of the world because they're going to pass away. We need to love him. Not the things of the world. We got to love God first with all of our heart. We got to love him more than we love anything. We got to love him more than we love our mother and our father. And that doesn't mean not to love your parents. That don't mean not to love your children. You, you can't make anything of God. You cannot make anything out of God. And sometimes our children are out of God. And sometimes our children are the hardest pain for us to give up. I found that to be true. But we cannot love nothing more than we love God. We can't love our, our sugars. We can't love our honeys. We can't love our uh, Jodas and Jodettes. We, we, we can't love our so-called friends, our jobs, our positions, our possessions that we have gained in this world. We can't love those things more than we love God. We got to love God more than we love our own self. We got to love God more than we love our own life. To love God. We cannot love our money. We cannot love the pleasures of the world rather than God. Most of us love the pleasure of the world and the pleasures of the flesh more than we love God. You and I go to hell for the pleasures of the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eye. You know, love, the word love. You look at the word love. You know, the word love. Everybody want to be loved. Even the cat and dog want to be loved. Everybody wants to be loved. But, you know, love is a commitment. It, it defines love. If you look up love, it says it's a commitment to to the well-being of others without conditions. You know, when we look at God's love, and that God loved us more than anything, God didn't have no condition connected to his love for us. He gave himself, he gave up himself, he gave up his son that we might have life, that he loved us so much that he was willing to sacrifice his son for us because God loved us that much and he loved us first. We didn't love God first. That's why Jesus told him in the word of God, I'm just going to pray right now, I ain't no man, no man, in other words, no man or no woman that left to follow me. Not because they said they love me. He said, I, I love the you first. In other words, he said, this is why I came. 
Because there's no condition, it's no conditions to love. It's nothing connected to it. If it is, there's something wrong with it. Because when you really look at it, if it's something connected to it, if it's money, if it's whatever, houses, cars, and all those things, what you gonna do when all that stuff gone? When the pleasures are gone, what you what you got? If you don't have the love of God, what, what you got? You, you you got to have a relationship with God. So if I got a relationship with my God. And he says he loves me, and he loves me with an everlasting love. And if I love him, I got to love him with that kind of love. I got to love God, and I can't put nothing before him. The problem is we put everything before God. We put our honeys before God. We put our job before God. We put our children before God. We put everything in the world before God. And he's the last one on the, he's on the, at the bottom of the totem pole, as they would say. Do we really love God? We say, well, you know, I love you, God. I, I love you, Jesus. But re- do you really? When I love God, I'm going to be obedient to God. You know, the word tells us, I think in the Psalm 115 and 4, idols are silver and gold, the work of man's hand. Some of us love that silver and gold. We love it so much. Oh, Jesus, help us today. We store in our treasure because we love it. Come and money go. We got to learn to love God more than anything, more than our own life. We got to learn to love God. You know, one, the story of Abraham is, is a uh, story that I, I feel that shows really how much Abraham loved God and how strong his faith was in God, when Abraham showed God how strong his faith was, but it also showed God, if you look at it on in that way, it shows how much that he loved God because he was willing to sacrifice his son, Isaac, who was his son of his old age that God had given unto him and promised unto him. And he was willing to sacrifice his son. You know, I I I I I believe, you know, that your faith would be tested, but I also believe your love would be tested for God. How much do you really love God? Do you really love God to give up the things of the world? Do you really love God more than anything? To leave that thing alone that is separating you from God and his love. Do you love God enough? to stop doing what you're doing? Do you love God enough to change your life and live the righteous life before God? Do you love God enough to stop and come out of the world of sin and darkness? Do you love God enough to sacrifice as he sacrificed for us? Just as Abraham, he was the father of faith. Because, you know, love works together with faith in God. You know, the Bible tells the greatest gift of all. Is love and faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these are love. Abraham, to me, showed how much he loved God, how much he trusted God, how much faith he had in God when he was going to sacrifice his own son's life to be obedient unto God. Man, that was a test. And that's the hardest thing for any of us to do is to give up our children. But when we do the work of God, there's always a test. There's always a trying of your faith. Are you willing to give it up? Are you willing to give up the things that are separating you? That's what Paul, you know, Paul says in the word, let nothing separate us from the love of God. We can let those things that that we love so much that some of us feel we can't do without. We can let it separate us from loving God. We've got to love God more than anything. We just can't tell him, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. But do we mean that? Do we really love him and worship him and praise him with all of our heart? 
Do we really love him when we say the words? Because, you know, and I don't know about you, but I can say about me and my own testimony. Many people have told me that they love me, but they didn't mean it from their heart. They were lying wonders. They didn't mean it. So when we say unto God that we love you, we love you, Jesus, do we really love him more than enough? Are we willing to turn from sin? Are we willing to give up our idol God? Whatever that idol God may be, we cannot put nothing before the living God. He must be our first in our life. He must be our first love, I believe. That he must be your first love before you can love any man or woman in the only earth. You before you can even love your children for real, for real, for real. Because his love that that he gives us by his spirit, the fruit of the spirit of love, it only comes from God. And that's a divine love that you can't even explain why you love somebody. You can love them with a divine love from heaven. It's a different kind of love. It's not love like the love, love of the world. Because the love of the world says, you got to do something to tell me that you love me. This is the way we do it in the world. We do it in the world. That's why he said, don't love the stuff of the world. Don't, don't love the things of the world. Don't love the lust. That ain't love. If you build a relationship of a lust and all this other stuff, then you ain't got a relationship at all. That's why when we build our relationship with God, we got to trust him and love him with all of our heart. So the Bible tells us how much he loves us. And in this was manifested the love of God towards us, that he gave his only begotten son to be a appreciation for our sins of sacrifice. He loved us just that much that he came down from heaven, wrapped flesh around his spirit, and became the man Jesus because he loved us just that much. And he picked up the cross and he carried the cross, the cannery, and he shedded his blood and his body was broken because he loved us more than anything. And none of us will never, ever go through the thing that Jesus went through to show us how much he loved us. Do you really love God more than you love anything? You got to love Him more than your own life. You got to be willing to die for. Got to be willing to die for. You got to be willing to lay your life down for Him, just like He laid down His life for us. He loved us more than anything, y'all. And we got to love Him more than other. We cannot love idol gods and, and our vehicles and our clothing and our, all this other stuff. We cannot love those things. We cannot love those things. And today we see in the world that people are lovers of themselves. They're lovers of money and pride and bolstering. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. That's what the word of God tells us in Second Timothy three twenty two to two to five. We in the world today have become lovers of pleasure, sin, more than we are lovers of God. We see it every day. We see it every day. If we love God, then we need to show him that we love him, how we live our lives. And how we live our lives before him. We just can't be saying the word. And I, 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 for real, you know, when I was in the world of sin, and I didn't know Jesus. I'll be real. I didn't know it. I didn't know it. I know about God, you know, because everybody talk about God because there are many gods. But it's all the word Jesus. Now, that's why I don't like to say the name of Jesus, something about the name of Jesus. But you can say God because I asked God that one time. I said, God, I said, now, I'm talking to the living God now. And now, now, why can you say God? He said to me that because there are many gods. So when people say, well, God did it, God did that, God did I love it. What God are you talking about? Because there are many gods. Are you talking about the truth and the living God? What God are you talking about? We got to be real when it comes to God. And we got to love him. We just can't be saying it. 
We got to believe him. We got to love God more. We got to love God above all things. And we got to love God more than anything. You got to love God more than you love your husband and your wife. You got to love God. You got to love him more than anything. Because God loves us more than anything. Putting God first means I'm loving, I'm loving God. Nobody will ever, ever love you like God. I can say that I've never known love like the love I know of God. I've never known love like that before. The love of God. I, I just never have experienced and you may have, but I, I haven't experienced that in the world. But we gotta turn away from the things that separate us and pull us away from the love of God. You know, my testimony is as I was saying earlier, I was in the world and I was looking for love and I was looking for it all in the wrong places and, and I thought I could find it in a man and, and and you know, I was I was in sin and I was doing what I wanted to do, you know, in the world for sin. But I never found that love that I was seeking until I found Jesus for real. Not that he was lost, but but when I gave my life unto him and when I developed my relationship with him, when I got to know him, I could talk to him, uh, when I could love him, then I, I could love somebody else. Because I have that love of God within me, that spirit of love that comes from knowing God. I get a spirit of love. It's a fruit of the spirit. That will, that will help you love your enemy. But I got to have that spirit of love so that I can love others with the love of God. That, that's the way you can truly love your husband and your wife, but that love. Because that love right there covers a multitude of thoughts. That love right there is patient and it's kind. It's a sweet love. It's a kind love. But see, if you're in the world, you won't understand it because it's a divine love. And see, see, he so loved the world. He truly loved the world. He loved it more than anything. Jesus had no sin. But he became sin. But he had no sin. But God loved us more than anything. And we got to love him. More than anything, you know. As I was saying on about my testimony, um, being a minister of the gospel, I'm just a servant, y'all. I'm just a lane. I'm just a servant of God. And when I came on the side for real, for real, for real, for real, for real, y'all, when I came on this side for real, for real, for real, can I be real with y'all to be a little transparent with y'all that y'all judge me? But I, I want to get this testimony because. When I when I thought, when I really really came on a board and I really got my life and I really learned what love was really about and where love truly came from and it's not of the world it's a whole different kind of love and so when I came into the world and I was doing the work of ministry trying to get my life right y'all and here come you <laughs> okay that's how we can say this. I can say it this way. I want to say it this way. As as a minister and a servant of God, most of the time people look as servants of God. We are people, and we have emotions, we have feelings, we have a spirit, mind, body, soul, just like everybody else. So we have emotions. We want to be loved too. And so when I met this person that I really cared about a whole lot, and, and it came to a point, that I had to make a choice, whether I loved it God more than I loved that person. And I had let that person go because the thing that I was asked to do, I couldn't do it because I would have been sinning against God. And sometimes we have to make a choice. And we sometimes have to give up the things that, that, come to draw us away from the love of God and cause us to go in a different direction 
even though we may love that person or we may love that thing. You know, sometimes we love cars. I heard people say they love their cars or, or, or their, their, whatever their houses or whatever they love, that, that man or that woman. But if it's drawing me away from the love of God, I have to make a choice whether I love God more than that person or that thing. Do, do I love God enough to let it go? Do I love it enough to let it go? And, you know, that's a choice that we have to make. You know, Abraham had to make a choice whether he would sacrifice Isaac or not. Did he love God enough to sacrifice his son? You know? And so a lot of times in life we come to that crossroad where we have to make a choice. Do I love God more than anything to let this go? Because if I do the thing, it's going to lead me in sin. It's going to lead me away from the love of God. Not that God won't love me, but I don't made a choice that I love this person or this thing more than I love God. And for me, I chose God because I come too far. I don't come too far by faith. And I know that God loves me and nobody else in the world loves me. I know that God does. He does. And he loves me more than anything. But the question is, do you love God more than anything? Do you love God more than anything? You know, we say we do, but then when we get that call in the midnight hour and Jody wants to come over or Jodette want to come over, are we going to choose them over God? How much do you really love God? When they come with those smooth words, some sweet words, they don't mean them, but they come with sweet words. They come with lies and not truth. And those things come, the devil is very cunning. And it comes to pull you away, to separate you from the love of God. It, it, it comes to several ways. In other words, which one you love the best? Because there are many flavors out there. So which one do you love the best? And so we have to make a decision whether we're going to love God with all our hearts or we're going to love the world and things of the world. Are we going to love the way of the world? Are we going to love the, the things of our flesh? Oh, are we going to love God more than anything? we got to love him more than we love anything in this world. we got to love him. we got to love God with all our heart. we got to love him more than anything in this world. We cannot put nothing before God. That's why Moses, when Moses told you know, God just done brought y'all out of Egypt after prayer. He done brought y'all out of Egypt. Moses done went up on the mountain and came back down. And they down there partying. Done made all kind of out of God just having a party, having a good time. And you can't do that. You got to love God. You know, you, you got to love him. You can't make idol gods and love those idol gods. Just can't do it. We got to love God more than our own self. We got to love God. God loves our hearts, and we be trying to fool God. We be saying, and truth is, you ain't fooling God. And a lot of times, think we can fool some of God's people. We ain't fooling God's people. We fooling ourselves. We got to love God, and we got to love him with all our heart, soul, and our mind, and our spirit, and we cannot let anything be above it. We got to love God. We can't just tell God, you know, God, I love you. And then we go about doing our same old thing. And ain't nothing in our life showing that we love God. We got to love God more than anything in this world. And that's what we see in the world. We see all of this stuff uh, in the world, as the word told us, the, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life. And we can't give up our love for God just for a moment of pleasure. We got to get it right. You will never know a love like the love of God. We got to learn to love God more than anything. You know, and, and in the world today, you know, the devil will come to you. He said, okay, 
Hmm. You say you love God. Hmm. I'm gonna see if you gonna love God. And 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 and, and the Bible. Bible tells us that we got to love them with our own heart. But what happened is, is that when we love the things of the world, and we love those things more than we love God, that's why, and it keeps coming back to me, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, or things that keep us from loving God more than anything. And, and, and the devil will send those things to us. You know, whether we are in a um a sexual relationship outside of marriage, not in marriage love. The, the love of pleasure. Some of us love drugs more than we love anything, the crack pipe. Some of us love drinking, drunkenness uh, more than anything in the world. Some of us love uh uh, money more than we love God. We love the drugs and the the drinking and the alcohol and the sex, the fame and the fortune more than we love God. Finders of houses and cars and jobs and titles and and all of those things, fine clothes and fine shoes more than we love God. But yet we tell God, I love you. I love you more than anything. I worship and I adore you. But God knows what you just did last night. He knows what you done done. And so when we say that we love God, we got to mean that we really love him. We got to love him with all of our heart, with all of our soul, and all our mind. And we can't let nothing separate us from the love that we have for God. We got to love him with all our heart. We got to put him first in all ways, put him first in all things. And love will never fail us if we always put God first. As I was saying earlier in my testimony, you know, I had to let go of that thing. I had to let go of that person. And I had to let them go because I loved God more than I loved that person. It's not that I didn't love the person, but I had to let them go. I couldn't let that person draw me away from the love of God and what I'm doing for God. So, you know, for me, and, and according to the world, we just can't allow things to to stop us from loving God and to draw and pull us away. We can't let nothing separate us from the love of God and loving him. And we can't allow it. You know, you know, and it's it, 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 you know, if somebody come to you and say, you know, hey, you know, like I was talking earlier about Joda, Joda and them midnight calling, y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. When people come to you and they say, Love won't let me wait. You know, what? Love won't let me wait. If you love me, they say, then if you love me, then you'll do this. Well, do you love God enough to say no? Do you love God enough to say I love God more than I love his sin? Because that's what it is, a sin. And we got to get it right. We got to love God more than anything. We got to love God more than anything. We got to love God more than anything. We got to love him. And we got to love him more than anything. We got to love him. You know, the Bible talks about um, in Revelation 2 and 4, it said, Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. Have you left your first love? Have you backslidden back into the world? Have you turned from the love of God? Come back to your first love. Come back to that place where you loved God more than anything. That you worship and praise him. That you talk and talk with him and walk and talk with him every day. That you loved him more than anything. You know, God yet loves each and every one of us. He knows that all of us fall short of the glory of God. There's nothing wrong with 
nothing wrong with a thing called love. But we just got to get it right and get it in the right perspective. Got to do it biblically. Got to understand the word of God so we all know what love really is. Because real love don't lead you into sin. If it's of God, it ain't going to lead you in no sin. It's going to draw you closer to God. If that if, 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 if it's a true love of God, it's going to draw you closer to God. I heard one preacher say, yeah. well, preacher said, you know, sometimes we say we fall in love. He said, well, if you fall in love, you can fall out of love. But your love needs to be rooted and grounded in God so that your roots will be deep. That's the kind of love that you want. You want that kind of love for God that nothing can drown your love for God. No matter what comes, no matter what trials, no matter what tribulation comes, no matter what floods of water comes, which is still in trouble, it will never be able to quench your love for God. It, and no matter what flood in your life comes, don't care what kind of action, you always love God because it won't be able to quench your love. It won't be able to drown your love for God. You'll still love him more than anything, even though you don't may not know why all the things are going on. You'll love God more than anything in the whole world. You'll love him more than anything. You got to love him more than anything that you won't sin against him. You won't sin against him if you love him more than anything. Y'all better ask Joseph. Y'all better run like Joseph ran. Joseph, I can't do this thing. I'm paraphrasing. I can't sin against my God. But we got to love God enough to say, Mm-mm, I can't do it. I got to, I can't do it. I love you, but I don't love you that much. <laughs> Help today, Lord. Help us, Lord, to get it right. We got to love God more than anything. And we just can't be saying it with our lips and our heart is not with him. We got to get it right. We got to love God more than anything. We got to be able to stand for God, especially in these last and evil days. We got to be able to stand for God in faith and our love for God. Because, see, just like we are fight for our children, just like some of you are fight for that woman or that man, or you are fight for that dollar bill, well, we got to learn how to fight and stand up for Jesus because we love him more than anything. But we ain't standing up for him. Stuff going on the work, but we ain't standing up and standing up with the love of God. We got to love Jesus more than anything. got to love him more than we love our lives. We got to love him. And we got to show him that love every day. There ain't nothing wrong. We love y'all, but we got to get it right. Jesus must be the first in the head of our life. He's got to be the first in the head of your marriage. He's got to be the head of everything. He can't be at the bottom of the totem pole. I'm talking about we love God to get it right. We got to love him first. He got to be our first love. We got to give up the things and and those that don't want us to love God. We got to let it go. And we got to love God because he loved us more than anything that he gave us his only begotten son, that we might have eternal life through the son of God. He loved us more than anything. He was willing to sacrifice for us. His love for us. He loved us more than anything. Do you love God more than you love anything? That's not to say that you're not supposed to love your husband. That's not to say you're not supposed to love your wife, your children, and all those things. But you've got to give them up. And that's the hardest thing for people to do. You got to give them up. You know, that was a hard test for Abraham. He had to sacrifice Isaac. He had to sacrifice. That's a hard test, y'all. That's a hard test. And it's hard, I know, to love God more 
than anything, more than you love, you know, your, your husband, your wife, your children, and, and um, your family, your siblings, or whatever, to love them more, to love God more than you love them. you got to do it. you got to love God more. He's got to be first. And he's got to be first in everything that you do. We got to we got to allow God to be first in our lives. He'll send you the right love in your life too. That's why Jesus said in the Word, "He that loveth his father or his mother more than me is not worthy of me." He said, "And he that loveth his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me." And he that taketh not his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Amen. To God be the glory. Love God more than anything. Don't have no idol gods before him and don't bow down to worshiping him. Love God more than anything in Jesus' name. Amen. To God be the glory. I want to go ahead and do the invitation. I want to give you the invitation to Christ. Um, one of the greatest gifts of all is the love of God. And God loved the world so much. And he loved us so much that he gave his son that you and I both can have life. He loved us more than anything. And uh, today, I, I want to encourage you to come. Say, my brothers that are unsaved, come today. And give your life to Christ. He loves you more than anything. He came and he manifested his love by becoming a sacrifice. He gave his life. He shed his blood that you might be forgiven of your sin. But you got to confess your sins. See, if you're not willing to confess your sins, then you can't get saved, you can't get delivered, you can't get healed, or none of those things. You got to be willing to confess. First, that you're a sinner. You got to be willing to confess your sin. You got to say, I need some deliverance from the thing. Ask the Lord to save me. So say this for me, Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. I believe that you lived, you died, and you rose again just for me. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I repent of my sin with a godless God. I confess all my sin. And as you began to confess your sin, the Holy Spirit will tell you what sins. He'll tell you, and you'll be able to ask God to forgive you and ask the Lord to help you, and he will help you. Amen. If you said that prayer, I want to welcome you to the body of Christ, and I want to encourage you to repent and turn away from your sin. And that just simply means to change your life around and live a life for Jesus. Amen. And if you are backsliding and you're just a church goer and your name on the road but you're not saved, I want to encourage you to ask the Lord, Lord, save me. Just say that prayer. Lord, save me. Confess your sins unto the Lord. Because you must confess that you're a sinner. And then you must confess your sins. And ask him to save your soul. And he will do that. And if you fall in any of those cares, Lord, I want to welcome you to the body of Christ. I want to encourage you to start developing your relationship with Christ. Get to know this man named Jesus. Come to love God more than anything. Come to love Jesus more than anything. Fall in love with Jesus. Got to fall in love with him. Let him be your first love and put him first in everything you do. Love him more than anything in this world. Love him more than anything. And if you said those prayers, and I want you to hit hit me up on Facebook, Voice of Truth, and leave me a message there, and I'll get back with you. Amen. Get back with you, and I want to keep uh, keep you lifted up in prayer. Amen. 
We want to welcome you again to the body of Christ. We want to encourage you to become a follower of this ministry, Voice of Truth. Amen. We are a Bible-believing church without walls, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ all around the world for God's glory. So we want to thank God for you. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and do the VOT announcement, amen. I do hope and pray that you tune in to Pathetic Corner today from 5 to 6 with your host, Prophetess Martha Williams. She is the first half of the Hour Power. They call us the Hour Power, and Prophetess Martha is the first half. And, whoo, that mess was on fire today. Woo, it's always on fire, but it was on fire, y'all. Today, amen, I want to encourage you, if you miss it, go back in the archives and you can listen to it there, amen, what a powerful word from the Lord, amen, to God be the glory. I want to encourage you to follow her ministry there on Block Talk Radio and there also on Facebook, Pathetic Corner and Prophetess Martha William, powerful woman of God, a powerful prophet of God, amen, God is going to do some great and marvelous work through the prophet, amen. And if you want to uh, talk with the prophet, amen, um, you can inbox her there on um, Facebook, Prophetess Martha, or Martha Williams, amen. Come with an offering to the prophet, amen. If you want to give an offering to her ministry, just hit her up on Facebook, and she will tell you how to do that. And I, I just want to thank you for doing, be obedient to what God has said to do, and that's what's so offering into a ministry, amen. I don't know who y'all, I'm just telling you what the law saying. Just so that seed, it's got something to tack to it, amen, to God be the glory. And follow her ministry, amen, follow her ministry. What a powerful woman of God. She is the first half, voice of truth is the second half of the hour of power from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Then we have for you on Tuesday night, one word from the Lord with my leader, Pastor Joseph, and a prophet. Apostle Yvonne Ryle, they're on the air live at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. One word from the Lord. I don't know about you, but I need one word from the Lord, and they always come with a word from the Lord that's always on time. Where if you need healing, you need deliverance, you're going to get it on this show. To God be the glory. And I want to encourage you to get connected. God is about to do a move of God through their ministry like the world has never seen before. People are like, wonder. What in the world are these people come from? Where did the rouse come from? My God, my God. Y'all better get ready. Because God's going to do a move in this ministry like never before. And I want you to be connected to that ministry. God's about to do a great thing for this man and woman of God. And I want to encourage you to get connected. If you need a mentor, you need a coach, a marriage counselor, and as they call the pre Engagement counseling. I think that's what I heard today. Pre-engagement counseling. You got engaged and you want to get counseling before you tie the knot. It's a good thing for you to do that. And uh, if you want to do that, they can help you with that. They can also help you with your calling, know where you're supposed to be in ministry and what you're supposed to be doing in ministry. Because without them, I wouldn't be ready to do that. On Saturday. We have L.D. Evangel Bertha Askew that comes on at 3 o'clock p.m. on Block Talk Radio Live. And I want to encourage you to get connected to Faith Come by Hearing Ministry there on Block Talk Radio. She's on the Without Walls Worldwide Ministry, so you can follow her shows there, but you can also connect with her on Facebook, Faith Come by Hearing Ministry. 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Powerful woman of God get connected Stay connected. God's going to do some great work through Elder. Amen. Some great, 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 great work he's going to do through Elder. So I want you to get connected to a ministry. If a ministry has been a blessing to you, I want to encourage you to sow an offering into that ministry as well. as the apostle as well. Amen. And if and I also want to encourage you to become a wild partner for an offering of $25 or more. You can do a one-time offering. If you want to do that, you can hit any of us up on faith, and we'll tell you how to do that. And if you have not purchased my ebook, The Heart Reflection, you can purchase that on Amazon.com for two ninety nine. It's an ebook. Amen. It's a good read. We want to encourage you to do that. We're going to 
get ready to, to get up out of here, and I'm going to go ahead and do the benediction. Now to him that is able to keep him from falling, to present you father before the presence of his glory with the same joy. To the only wise God, I say, the glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen. To God be all the glory. You have a blessed week in the name of the Lord. We love you. God loves you too here at Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry. We want to encourage you to be with us next Sunday. We're here at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You be blessed. Know that God loves you more than anything, and there's nothing that you can do about it. Be blessed.